Welcome to Authentico. This is Gabriela. And Junior. Back to the drawing board. This podcast is created with you in mind, the Latino professional and business owner determined to succeed. Por eso conversamos en dos idiomas and discuss a wide range of topics. As diverse as our audience and provide you with tools and resources. Esperemos que les guste. Hello, this is Gabriela Ramirez Arellano de Auténtico. Con ustedes nuevamente y conmigo está Junior Lara. Junior, ¿cómo andas? Yo estoy fantástico hoy. I'm picking a new word every time we start the show. Okay. So if you guys have been following our journey, um, we used to say that, we're, we, that we were excited, which we were. And then we're like, well, I feel like we use that all the time. And then we switched it. Well, I switched to eager and then... Gabi used it once, and now I am doing fantastico. That sounds really exciting. <laughs> anyway, we're back. Estamos aquí nuevamente con ustedes con otro tema muy interesante. Hoy queremos hablar del tema de cómo saber o cuándo sabemos cuando es tiempo de salir de un negocio, de una compañía, y los mejores modos de poder hacerlo de una manera sana. ¿Qué piensas, Junior? Wow, today's topic is heavy. Sí, heavy, heavy, pero tenemos que hablar de lo positivo y de lo no tan positivo para estar preparados para manejar la situación. No, tienes toda la razón. Um, porque, obviamente, you know, as we're providing tools and resources, we want, we want to be able to give you tools and resources on how to deal with difficult situations as well, not just the good ones. Um, but I feel like this topic... It's certainly one that we will be looking for your input because obviously Gabi and I share our own experiences, but we're also curious because there's a thousand different ways of doing something. Uh, in the end, you know, what, what thoughts or what things maybe we left out that you guys have used in the past. But I feel like it's a, it's a very heavy topic, but definitely a much needed uh, discussion. Yeah. So, I mean, hay muchas razones por las que uno deja un trabajo, un negocio, este, una de las principales, creo, serían el estrés, uh -huh. a estar aburrido o que no te apasione lo que estás haciendo uh -huh. y que no valoricen tu trabajo. ¿no? Son normalmente las, las razones por la gente se separa de su trabajo o de su negocio. Pero, ¿cómo es el proceso para hacerlo de la manera correcta? Bueno, sí, bueno. Por ejemplo, en, en, el, en el motivo del estrés... You know, no estamos diciendo que si estás estresado que tienes que irte del trabajo. De definitivamente no, porque yo pienso que cualquier trabajo trae su nivel de estrés. Pero llega el momento en cual el estrés sea el estrés con los coworkers, el estrés con tu jefe, o sea el estrés con el workload. You know, tienes que pr primeramente eh, tratar de brainstorm eh, si hay algo que tú puedes hacer para aliviar ese estrés. Porque quizás you know, una conversación uh, con un peer o una conversación con un jefe about what's on your plate or, or, or a work relationship can really help you resolve that, that stress, you know, fix it, or lower the, the, the amount of stress. But we're talking about the stress that uh, you've already tried You know, you, you've had the conversation um, about the workload, all the uh, the people, and you absolutely feel that nothing else could be done to resolve it. 
You know, I feel that you have to be very careful in the kind of mindset that you're in before you leave, of course, but also uh, before you meet, before you jump ship, you start thinking about what your next step will be, mm-hmm. you know, and what company, you know, or who do you need to tap into, what kind of resource, so that when you leave, you can leave in somewhat good terms because you never know. You never want to burn any bridges. Yeah, and I think that exactly what you just said is hidden a bunch of other sidetrack possibilities for us because there are so many things to unpack in the statement that you made. Mm-hmm. Um, y creo que también es bien importante este... So, antes de llegar a este punto, y creo que un hábito que deberíamos tener es el de hacer como un check-in con nosotros mismos una vez al mes, cada tres meses, no sé, el, el tiempo apropiado. Pero realmente para empezar a, a ver y a actualizar eh, cuáles son los éxitos, cuáles son los problemas que estás teniendo, cómo se pueden manejar, porque uno sí. también tiene que manejar la situación proactively, right? No vamos a esperar o echarle la culpa al, al jefe o a los otros compañeros de trabajo. So, ¿Qué vamos a hacer nosotros primero para poder tener éxito en esta posición o en este negocio? Creo que eso es bien importante. Sí, definitivamente que sí. Like, internalize it. Yes. You know, like, what's your part in this? Right. Porque el problema es que, o la, la, la actualidad es de que si, si nosotros somos el problema, vamos a seguir siendo el problema, no importa qué hagamos. Uh-huh. O sea, tenemos que llegar al punto donde somos bien honestos con nosotros mismos y decir, estos son los hábitos que creo que me están limitando. Sí. Y ya sea que puedo tomar una clase, este, esforzarme para cambiar, o qué voy a hacer diferente para que eso no sea la situación a futuro. Sí, ¿no? sí. So, creo que ese tipo de hábito de hacer como un check-in con nosotros mismos cada tres meses, cada seis meses, aunque sea una vez al año, aunque creo que una vez al año es, es muy largo, um, para realmente estar consciente de lo que está pasando, porque de repente lo que normalmente pasa es que de repente ya te sientes mal y no sabes exactamente cuáles son los puntos que te hicieron llegar a eso. Right? So you have like all these stressors that like connect to bring you to the point where you decide I can't do this anymore. Yeah. But at that point you may not know every single one. You might just have the one that's the most prominent one that you're worried about. And that's a difficult decision to make at that point because what if you leave or decide to do something different based on that one thing, but that was not the one that actually made the difference, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, and then this is like some backstory I think it's important to do. Um, so this is like some backstory that I think it's important to do before you're there, but um, nos pasa seguido, you know, nos sentimos mm-hmm. que no nos valora, nos sentimos aburrido, y como dices tú, no siempre es tiempo para dejar lo que estamos haciendo. Sí, exacto. You know, y a veces, a veces, me encantó todo lo que tocabas de decir, definitivamente. Um, pero también llegan la, las circunstancias que a veces no es que estás estresado por el trabajo o, o con las personas que tú trabajas. A veces te gusta el trabajo, pero no existe la cosa que, no, que nos mantiene a nosotros, you know, feeling challenged. And that's room for growth. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you're happy, you know, doing doing what you're doing. Sometimes you're you're comfortable doing it. You know, um, sometimes you just <laughs> sometimes you feel that you know what well, I'm in a good spot because I can just fall out of bed, 
break my foot and still do my job effectively. Like right. that's a very comfortable way of being. Like that's a very reassuring way of being, right? But when you think about it, you know, like are you being challenged, right? So sometimes the organizations are good, but they just don't provide you provide you with the tools and resources that you need to be able to grow. You know, and that's also um, maybe not as as hard or as complicated as the last one we just tackled, but definitely one that you want to ask yourself, what am I doing and why am I doing it and what's it leading toward uh, to, right? But and, and the answer may be, you know what, I'm fine, I'm good. Like what I'm doing is, is keeping me happy. But if the answer is, you know, I'm doing this to prepare for the next step and there is not that next step in your company or your company is small enough to where you don't get the next step until the person retires or moves on, then you need to maybe consider taking the next step somewhere else. Right. And so that's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. Because um, at that point, what does somewhere else look like? True. And a lot of that will be based on some of that internal work that we discussed earlier is what do you want? Mm-hmm. Not only, no solo lo que uno quiere en el trabajo, pero que queremos a futuro. Yeah. Especialmente si estamos pensando en el retiro, este, escuela para los hijos, you know, en la parte financiera también tiene que ser parte de esa decisión. Sí, definitivamente que sí, porque si no, tienes entonces el estrés que hablamos primero, del trabajo, de la gente y todo lo otro, es la víctima. So sí, es algo que definitivamente tienes que internalize, but also be very intentional about what your next step is going to be. Right. So, algunas otras cosas de tomar en mente cuando estás considerando, pensando, es habla con tu mesa directiva. Platícales mm. cómo te estás sintiendo, qué estás pensando. Quizás ellos te ayuden a ver oportunidad diferente dentro de la misma organización donde estás o te pueden apoyar en hacer otra cosa, una búsqueda de algo diferente. Sí, bueno, y hablando de algo diferente, you know, sometimes that... that a conversation con la, con la board of directors o mesa de directiva, te llega a realizar que you just don't want to do the work anymore. You want to do the work. You want to do something else. You realize, holy cow, that's not my passion. Like, I want to do something for myself or I want to do something for others. Right. Y you creo know? que eso también es muy común, ¿no? Uh, en el pasado, los hábitos eran, entras en un trabajo, quizás dos, y ahí te quedas el resto Te retiras, de y... A la, las personas ahora, las nuevas, los milenios, como les dicen, ellos no tienen esa dedicación a un trabajo. ellos les gusta ir y estar donde son apreciados, donde se apasionan, donde les dan retos. Y no necesariamente el salario es importante para ellos. Uh -huh. ¿no? Entonces, sí estamos viendo como un shift en el modo de que, cómo los empleados manejan sus trabajos que no se quedan en el mismo, así es de que no hay la razón de sentirnos ni la presión de sentirnos que no vamos a encontrar otra cosa, porque sí. especialmente si eres bilingüe hay muchísima oportunidad, hay muchísimos trabajos disponibles que están buscando, que necesitan ayuda de alguien que habla español y inglés. Sí, y ahora la tecnología y con el internet hay tanto, tanta diferentes trabajos con cual tú puedes aplicar que la mayoría de la gente no, no entiende. Like, hay bastante. Yo conozco personas que enseñan clases de inglés a niños en China y lo hacen por la noche acá. Uh -huh. that, I mean, that's, that blew my mind when I heard about that. I was like, you're doing what? Making $30,000 a year? Are you serious? 
Y lo hacen en su basement. Y solo en la noche. Y solo en la so noche. Puedes trabajar otro trabajo de Exacto. Porque por, las, por el cambio de, de las horas. Pero lo hacen por la noche, sí. Y mm. ponen tu, su tarea y todo. Por you Skype. Exacto, yeah. But I mean, there, there's just so much out there um, that if, you're, if you are truly feeling stuck, unstuck yourself. You know, like there's so much opportunity out there where there is you starting your own business or you making the jump somewhere. But I mean, don't get us wrong. Like what we're saying is the first step is to really think about what what the issue is. You know, is it a money problem? Is it a people problem? Is it a resource problem? Is it a time problem? Right. You know, and then from there, you know, try to see what's under your control. What can you do um, to help the situation so that you can make it better for yourself? Well, and then even asking yourself, ¿Qué quiero? You know, like, mm -hmm. why am I unhappy here? What is it that, am I going to find my ideal situation somewhere else? Porque, como te digo, I mean, pasa, hay casos donde la, el problema no es el trabajo ni la situación, es la persona que el modo de que pensar o quizás el modo de hacer las cosas siempre va a ser una batalla para ellos. Sí. Entonces, si es eso, ¿qué estás dispuesto a hacer para cambiar la situación? Sí, bueno, si es la persona donde quiera bueno. que vayan, van a llevar esos problemas a donde sea. ¿no? O quizás si no sabes, a lo mejor no es que tienes una personalidad difícil, sino que no conoces algún tipo de software. You know, como las los personas que hacen los dibujos comerciales, ¿cómo se llama eso? Los dibujos. CAD. No sé. Quizás para tu trabajo necesitas alguna, algún conocimiento técnico. ¿Cómo lo puedes hacer para conseguirlo para poder seguir avanzando? Oye, oh, yeah. look at you. You brought up uh, something different that we haven't talked about. That's a good angle. I like that. Well, because a lot of times it, it's just about looking at it from a different perspective. Uh -huh. Right? So how... Is it really that I'm not capable? So maybe I'm limited at this level because I don't have the skill set to go to the next one. So get the skill set. Yeah, or I'm feeling judged because during the meetings, I look like I don't know what I'm talking about or or I perceive as others thinking that I don't know what I'm talking about. I like that. Yeah, y ahora hay coaches para todo. Uh -huh. Así es de que no hay razón. Y si no puedes con un coach, hay YouTube para todo. <laughs> well, yo vivo en YouTube. Yo vivo en YouTube para todo. Pero a veces, like, you know, para algo que dijiste temprano es, a veces los, los coaches son like your board directors o tu mesa direct, directiva, dijiste, mm -hmm. ¿no? Que son amigos. <laughs> son amigos que, que no, no te cuesta más que un café. Yep. Y si quieres saber cómo invitar a alguien a un café, ya grabamos un episodio acerca de, de cómo hacer eso con una persona que quizás hace tiempo con cual no hablabas, pero que te conoce. Like, we have tools about how you can do that as well. Right. So we try to provide all kinds of tools. Yeah, tools and resources to help you succeed, just like the intro says. Right. And and, and I think that all of it is a learning curve, right? I mean, nobody has all the answers. So, y a veces pensamos que algo fácil, todo el mundo lo debe saber, pero si no lo estás pensando así, si tienes una perspectiva diferente, nunca vas a llegar a esa conclusión. So es importante tener opiniones diferentes y diferentes perspectivas de diferentes personas que quizás han vivido diferentes experiencias. Sí, sí. Oye, y, y no te pongas guapo cuando te, den tu, cuando te den la opinión. O como dice Gaby, ¿cómo se dice guapo? No te enojes. No te enojes. Porque no te dice que te pongas bonito o bonita. Pero no te enojes cuando, cuando te dan la diferente perspectiva porque... Be open to it. Like, like, that's like the main thing. Like, we want to like, actually stress that, that we're saying... Definitely internalize it. Definitely go to your board, your board of directors, but also also be open 
to the fact that you may be the problem. You know, and as Gabby said earlier, then really think about, well, what is it that you can do to help this situation? And maybe you're the problem because you don't have the knowledge of the software or the technical knowledge. And because you're frustrated because you don't have that knowledge, then you help foster an environment where there is animosity. Right. You know, and the uh, the, the the solution is not for you to go to counseling or anything. The solution is for you to take a class yeah. on a new software. You know, yeah. like, I love how you simplify that. I really like that. Well, and I think, I mean... In my house, we're very critical when things are not going our way. And so it's always someone else's fault. It's always my colleague or that lady or my boss. Somebody's not doing something right, but very rarely do we internalize and really look at ourselves. So no es solo a cambiar el modo de ver las cosas, sino también hacer una reflexión personal de cómo podemos mejorar. Mm -hmm. well, my house was perfect, so... Well, good thing at your house was perfect. <laughs> Actually, at my house, I have Carol. Carol helps me be close to perfect. <laughs> have you thought about what your... Have you thought about what calling your, Carol? Yeah, what your contribution <laughs> is in this, honey? <laughs> sí, pero es que ella es introspectiva. Sí, bastante. Right? Es su personalidad de ella de ver o preguntar qué es lo que yo puedo hacer personalmente para hacer, tener diferente outcome o qué es lo que yo puedo hacer para tener diferente experiencia, uh -huh. cambiar la situación. Uh -huh. Como te digo, en mi familia no sé si es algo de latinos o de hispanos o cultural o no, pero muchas veces siempre es la culpa de otra persona. Sí, sí. Oh, Tienes toda la razón. <risa> I mean, yo, yo he hecho, I'm guilty of that uh, myself, you know, but like I said, I've got someone who helps me think about that, but it's not easy, you know, it's not easy because it's, it just feels so good to say, you know, if it wasn't for this person, right. you know, if it wasn't because if he or she said this or did that, then I wouldn't be reacting this right. way. And now we're getting um, into some personality traits, right? Because, yeah. Because, I mean, it's always easier to blame someone else because it's it could never be us that's doing the work, but... um. You know, when you start to think about whether it's time to walk away from your business or from your your job or where you're at, I think it's important to do all these steps because you want to have a true perspective going into the new position and really get started on the right track. Right. So ask yourself those questions if you're thinking about walking away. What, what did we miss, though? Was there something that you're doing or have done in the past to help you not just internalize but look at things from from a objective lens. Well, I think it has to do with that. What's that called? Some kind of mindset, the collaborative mindset. Collaborative. I don't know. Okay, we'll have I to mean, leave I that know, one for I know another that episode. I know that it has to do with emotional intelligence for sure. Yeah. Where yeah. you're when you're internalizing stuff and you're thinking, what's my input and what about other people? How am I reading the situations? I mean, it has a lot of. Several different things for sure. Lots of layers. So we'll leave yeah. that one for the next time. In the meantime, be sure to listen to us and all your favorite podcast platforms. Leave us your comments. We want to hear what your thoughts are, what you're struggling with, your own experiences. I mean, those add to the conversation that we're we're trying to have with everybody. And if you just listen to this episode, it's about to end. So right after the music stops playing, go to iTunes. If you have an iPhone, give us five stars. If you don't have an iPhone, you're listening to us from a different platform, 
please give us a high rating and go to our Facebook page if you're not following us. Make sure you follow us as Identical Podcast and leave us a comment and say, hey, I just, I just listened to this episode and here's what I think. Bam, shoot us a note, please. We'd love to hear from you.